Welcome to episode three of Podcast in a Half Show with uh, your co-host with the co-most, Duncan, and sat next to me, as always, the lovely Stacey Bob. Hello. Are we going to do that every time, the co-host with the co-most? Well, I told you last time, that's going to be my, that's my new sign on, that is, I like it. <laughs> Fair enough. It's Gus Grimshaw. So, this episode, which one, what do you want to start with, Stacey? Actually, I was going to start with some other things, Ooh. Yeah, as opposed to our main topic. One thing is not so much podcasting a half show related but i just wanted to mention it and the other thing is podcasting a half show related so um the first thing is to say a massive thanks to everybody who donated to the pop culture parlor charity thingy bob what i did last year because the page actually closed on the first of january and i raised 1516 pounds and 57 pence that's big money in it though that is 10 full facial surgeries for little chiddlers in 2015 so that's pretty badass uh, so thank you all for giving you well-earned dosh. Uh, especially Kieran Round, who did it like on the last fucking day because I texted him, do you want to put some money in here, you bastard? So <laughs> You've made me feel really bad now. What? Oh, did you because, not? Oh. No, I, I couldn't. I, I, no, I couldn't. It's been a, I'm, it's I'm been aware t- that yeah. money is toyed. The reason I was hounding round is because he kept saying, oh, I really like that podcast. Hounding round, is that what you're like? Yeah, Rich is just I like that. Hounding round. That's good. Um, he kept saying, oh, that, those episodes are really good. I listened to all of them. They're really great. And, oh, you did a really good job. And I'm definitely going to give you some money. And then he kept forgetting. So, Round's got a lot of disposable income. What's he going to spend his money on anyway, apart from potatoes and alcohol? Two things. I mean, one of them's derived from the other anyway. That's true. That so, is but true. Thank you to everybody. Not on my behalf, because it's Stacey's, all of Stacey's <laughs> wonderful hard work. I, I contributed Bloody nothing hell. to it, because I am just a terrible, heartless bastard. But It was it was hard work. To be fair, this podcast didn't exist then, so it's fine. And uh, the second bit of news, which I wasn't sure if you were aware of, is that New things. Uh, episode three of Podcast in a Half Shell, this version, series two, as I like to call it, we are now on as many episodes as series one was. <laughs> so we've only got to do one more and then we can quit if we want. We'll Technically, this is the fourth episode when you think about it, since we've kind of lost one. So. Do not mention that again. <laughs> I'll fix Skype now, though, I think. So it's fine, she says, question mark. If it happens this time and I'm actually sat here present <laughs> in... It's a different program now, so it's fine. We can see it, look at it recording. Ooh, joyous. But yeah, it's a bit of a milestone. We can see it recording last time. It just disappeared. Yeah, shut up, Donkey. You're making me uncomfortable. Don't get para. (laughs) You'll be fine. Don't worry. It's all good, yeah. But yeah, good news, that, isn't it? That is, yeah. Cool. We're going to like surpass ourselves. Um, I think possibly the first part was much better news. Like, you know, good, good, good things for charity and whatnot. Yeah, definitely. Operation Smile. 
I'm so, like, just ridiculously overwhelmed is probably the best word. I was not expecting that much money at all or that much feedback or just general positivity. And I've now got it in my head that I might do another one in the future. And I don't know why, because that one was really fucking hard. But I feel like I achieved something. Well, yeah, why not? It's, you know, it's... Well, the it's, reason why not is because it. do I have to go bigger now? I should have started at a 12-hour podcast, really. Well, no, I? because you could do exactly <laughs> the same amount of time. Don't be daft. You don't want to do 48 hours. I'd be like, hell. fuck it, 36. Well, I'm going to go straight to 48. Jesus. <laughs> no, do but I... 24 was a, you know, that's a... That was hard. That's, that's hard. 36 would kill me. I'd have to get a better chair because my butt was killing. Anyway. Yeah, but now you've got nice new settees. You could just do it in the living room. It's all good. That's true. Don't have to worry about it. That you've is got comf- comfy. It's all right. Comfort, I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> anyway, we are. Tells. We've got. Well, we've. T- well, yeah. Funnily enough, that is that is what we what we've come to talk about. In as I always seem to find myself saying, um, and and look at these extensive notes. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. You've got a lot of good stuff here. It's. Uh, I feel I should say we should preface this by saying we're going to talk about the the newer the twenty fourteen Turtles movie. Uh, there will be spoilers. That's going to be that's going to be the meat. Spoilers. That's going to be the meat of this episode. Yeah, Uh, but I will say I had thought about watching it again today so that I have things fresh in my head, but I didn't. And so instead, what I did was I read a Wikipedia article and wrote some really shit notes. Wikipedia tells you everything you need to do now and everything you need to know these days. It's brilliant. If ever you can't be bothered to watch a film and just want the basic outline of the plot, that's where I always go to. (laughs) That's what I did to find out what Tusk was going to be about, and promptly didn't watch it. So. Thanks, Wikipedia. Um, anyway, <laughs> so that is going to be the meat, if you like, of um, the main course. Have we got any potatoes? Today. Well, yes, we've got a little, um, a little apartif, if you will. Is that what it is? is, what it is? I don't aperitif, know. Uh, an amouge bouche. That's it. Sorry. I was going to say, manu- is it an aper- or is it an aperitif that's a drink at the start? Yeah, why not? It could be a drink and a, bo- a mousse bouche, whatever you fancy, uh, <laughs> to begin with. And um, recently, we've both. Separately watched the Turtle Power, wasn't it? I believe it was called Turtle Power, the definitive history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) I enjoyed it. It was, you know, it was a good documentary, but I'd have to take umbrage with the name, the definitive (laughs) history. Yeah. Considering, because it was quite a long, a long thing. It's not like mm. a half an hour. Oh, is a little little bit no, of everything. No, it's about an hour and a half, wasn't it? Like, like it's, yeah, it's like a full. It's like a full thing. But considering how long it was, the fact that they glossed over or entirely missed a lot of stuff was really bamboozling to me. Yeah, they seemed to cover the first half of their of the history really, really, really in depth, which was fine, and that's absolutely brilliant because mm-hmm. it was really, really interesting, and it was nice to hear about all the marketing techniques that were used and how it, how it. All, I mean, a, a lot of it I already knew anyway, but it was still nice to hear it from the people that had yeah. got been involved with it, like Fred Wolf, uh, the guy who actually, oh, Fred Wolf. the guy who actually really? went to them first. <laughs> Do you not enjoy that that guy? Bless him, the head writer is like, I kind of wanted them to be a bit street, and he looked at me like. Oh dear! Yeah, was it the first the first line that comes out of one of the turtles' maze in the first the uh, first episode uses the word homeboy? Or yeah, something. was it like chill out homeboy or yeah. something like that? It's like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but, so street, oh so street. But no, it was I. I found all that really interesting. It was interesting to hear about some stuff behind the scenes with the movies and the fact like toys. the first movie. Yeah, yeah, the toy stuff was really interesting. Seeing some of the old unused character designs, the old some of the unused character models, things like that, how it all came to fruition. And like, and I was surprised that they'd got some of the people that got 
for it. Like, yeah. um, what was his name? Is it Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son? Yeah, yeah. Um, the director of the film, Steve Barron, mm-hmm. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember if it was Barron or Barrow um, for some reason. Barrow. Yeah, but I was really dis- They've got, what's the name though? Um, what's the name of the, uh, the bird who played April O'Neill? Judith Hogue. Yeah, was it her? Was it Paige Turco? That was... No, it was Judy. Yeah, it didn't look like her. I said Judith, like she's my friend. Yeah. We're, we're close Jew. now. Uh, me and Jew. Bosom buddies. But um, yeah, they got her and she didn't even enjoy being in the film. She, so, But they still went, but they she didn't get Elias like Cotius. Oh, yeah, but they didn't have Elias Cotius. I was well upset. I really wanted to see like an interview with him, but obviously... He needs to be in more things, mm. full stop. Elias Cotius does need to like, be in more in things. In general. But yeah, after they got to about the second movie... And even that was only very brief when yeah, they talked yeah, about that. It was, it was a... mostly they talked about how they wanted the violence toned down, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, it was It was really weirdly paced because it seemed to be like a really, really in-depth thing. And I thought, oh, cool, we're going to get loads of like really mm. awesome info here. And we did. But it just like, I mean, they barely touched on the Archie stuff. They didn't mention Tales of the TMNT at all or the, the Image comics or the current IDW no. comics. It they kind of mention... stopped about the time of like the coming out of our shelves. Yeah. What I found really odd was that I thought at first that it was actually a fairly old documentary and they'd just been like, oh, Turtles is a thing now, let's throw it out proper. Mm. But it actually had like very small references to the newer Turtles cartoon in the sense that like they had timelines and things. And it the- must have been from about a year or so ago. It can't be that old, yeah. but it can't be that new either because James Avery was in it and he passed away last year, I think. Was he it did, year? Yeah. Was it last year? Yeah. I think it was last year. Hang on, last year 2014 or last year 2013, because it's still um, pretty so I fresh. I thought it was early like, 14, but I don't Yeah, it know. might have been, actually. Mm. Um, it was it was really interesting, and I, I enjoyed I, I'd seeing more I'd it to have been about, longer. Yeah I, yeah, I enjoyed seeing more about the uh, the stuff you don't hear a lot about, like the toys and the... Uh, there's a lot of stuff about the, the actual animatronics in the mm. suits in the, the 90s movies that was really cool. It was I weird can't believe seeing. how much they had to carry on their head. Yeah. That had to have been a hot as balls and b fucking heavy as shit. Like that's. I was oh. more bothered seeing Kevin Clash in it. <laughs> it's okay. He's not a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> we'll gloss over that. Because um, he was. I didn't realise he was um, like an actual puppeteer. I thought he was mm. just a voice dude. That, no, no, no. Because he does. He did Elmo. Yeah, he did the yeah, no, I didn't for it, realize but I that he did Splinter all. as well, didn't he? I yeah. believe. I, yeah, yeah. He voice did Splinter. Was he the voice of him? Ah, oh, I believe so. I could be making that up, actually. I, I'm, I'm regretting saying it. I'll take it back. I don't know mm. who did the voice. <laughs> I don't matter. I don't know. Mind you, I want to say, it does. how does he go from, like, you know, Elmo to Splinter? But I suppose if you're a good voice artist, it doesn't really matter, does it? I'm going to find it. out. You're going to look it up? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I want to know now. I'll cut this out. It's fine. Look it up, Duncan. Look it up. Look it up, Duncan. Look oh, I like it up. That. Can this be the theme tune for this section? <laughs> for this segment, I like that. Are we going to have one every time? No, that's just the, the look it up, Duncan segment. Duncan does look it up a fair bit, to be fair. <laughs> yes, he is the voice. Boom. Stacy's spot on. Nice. Suck it. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to keep that there ready just in case. Just in there case. we go. We're, we're open. Case. We're ready. All it takes is a thumbprint. Ready for business. It's like Star Trek and shit, yeah? Like Demolition Man. Just needs me thumbprint. We're ready to go. Now then, yeah, I say I don't really think there's much more to talk about than that. I mean, I, I say the only thing that really, the thing that upset me most was the fact that they really glossed over 
I don't know if it was even a falling out, but I'll never know now between <laughs> Kevin Eastman yeah. and Peter Laird because I know that they split up. And I assume, like, to be fair, a lot of these sort of friendships, I mean, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons don't see each other a lot, mm. but they've said, like, that it's like a marriage. You've got to be apart. I was going to say, and, I, I imagine it must be really difficult to be around somebody so much. Mm. Like, I don't think I could work with Rich. I think I think one of us would kill the other one if we had to see each other that frequently oh, and make small, like actual work-based decisions. He's and... a small doses kind of person, <laughs> to be fair. Um, Most definitely. <laughs> Rich, I love you. I love Will you listen to it when it's been put on the interwebs? No. Oh. I'll download it just to delete it. Maybe two hours. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I hope that picked that up because so that's going to sound really yeah. weird. <laughs> if, if you, don't edit, that out, if you don't edit that out, I'll and I'm just sat there just saying nothing. Um, yeah, I, I would like, recommend people watch it, though, if oh, yeah. you've got an interest in the turtles. Like, if 100%. you've only got a vague interest, though, maybe not, because it's quite in-depth. Mm. About the bits it does talk about is quite in-depth, so you might get bored if you're not as mad about the turtles as we are. Yeah, but if you're into <laughs> that sort of thing, definitely. Mm. I, I say, the only thing that annoyed me about them like, leaving that out was it was they had one line of dialogue in it about it, about how they'd sort of mm. had a bit of a falling out Drifted and spell apart. apart. Yeah, that was it. And I was sort of like, oh, I want to know more. And then it was like, oh, hang on, this is literally the end five minutes, so they're obviously wrapping everything up now. And I'm pretty sure they don't like to talk about it much, though, because um, I don't know if you listened to the episode of Talking Tunes um Rob Paulson's podcast. No, I haven't heard he that did, one yet. Um, he did a he did a toys for tots thing where people donated was, was it Kevin either. Eastman? Yeah, they donated either toys or money. I donated some money because I'm kind of like that to like to give to underprivileged kids and stuff at Christmas, which is delightful. Um, but he also did like a really big long interview with Kevin Eastman, and they did not mention it once. And mm. I don't know whether that was because Rob's kind and didn't want to go. Hey, what's the dirt on Laird? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, whether even, that was even even. Peter Laird sounded kind of broken up about it a little bit, yeah. like it was a sad I, I thing. I think he gets a bit of a bad rap because, like, my understanding of the situation, and I don't know whether it's because Eastman has more of a hand in the turtle stuff now, my understanding of the situation was that Laird buggered off and ruined things, mm. but <laughs> now yeah, I'm but thinking he's the maybe one that that's did not the, the case. Yeah, but Laird, Laird was the one who wrote Volume 4. Like a continuation of Volume Two, he wanted to carry on as if it was like a couple of years down the down the the line. You know, they'd grown up a bit, and this is how what their continued adventures into like middle age were, even though they were still the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, I think it, no, it was TMNT at that point, but it was unfortunately nobody really bought it, which is a shame because I read some of it. And it was actually pretty I decent. I haven't got to any of that yet, but I will. Oh no, I actually bought some of it. Yeah, because it was when I got properly into buying actual comics. Which is pointing at me and nodding. Have awesome. I read some? Mm. Have I? It's the same as the Tales of the Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's badass, that is. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but like you've said the in previous, like you've said before, you know, you've, you've been reading so much of this stuff that it's <laughs> difficult for you to follow where you are now, which is yeah. fair enough. Hi. It was just Christmas. Did you get any turtle swag? Yes, I did. Funny Yay! you should mention that. In fact, it might be possibly the finest Christmas present I had that didn't I didn't have to have before Christmas, <laughs> which would be the... Uh, I, just, I don't even know why I'm saying that, because Lucia ain't going to listen uh, to this, <laughs> bless her, because obviously I got that Guardian's Christmas sweater, so I had to wear that beforehand to get oh, some yeah. money's worth obviously. out of it. But uh, my good friend Rick bought me the very awesome and already owned by... Me. By you, T-shirt yeah. <laughs> of the uh, the Mighty Jones, which is it the is a good t-shirt, Boss fair. Casey Jones T-shirt, where it's done like the Mighty Ducks. And we know you got a lot of swag for Christmas. Oh my god! 
So much fucking swag. I've got a shell raiser. Have you seen my shell raiser? Yes, I've seen your shell raiser. Do you want to play with it? I'm your friend on Facebook. I see everything you get. Do you want to play with it? I've seen it over there. Who gave you the giant one as well? Is that who is that? Is that Leo in the back or is it Donny? Who? What were the giant one? Oh, that's Donny, but that's actually really old. Um, I really yeah, it's from the 2003 show, and I've had it for yonks, and I never got it out the box because I was concerned about where to put it, and then. I found it like a couple of months ago and I was like, fuck it, put it on the window, so why not? <laughs> why not? Indeed. But for Christmas, I also got a Build-A-Bear Donatello, which I've cuddled relentlessly for the past like couple of weeks. He's brilliant. And also I got a Turtles activity book. Yeah, and a Turtles, any activities yet, Turtles Magna Doodle. And Turtles, Turtles Funkos. I got, what did I get? I know you've got pretty much everybody, haven't you? Oh, yeah, now, I've got all of them now. I got April, for Christmas, I've got April, a foot soldier, and either Bebop or Rocksteady, because I can't remember which one I had first. <laughs> is there anything in this living room that's yours anymore, dude? <laughs> no. Yeah. Except for XO1. Yeah. Which is the best thing. Yes, it is. Which got boss. Ghostbusters from Co's for Christmas. Good. And they're in the living room. Good, good. All I got was this boss t shirt and the jumper. That t-shirt's pretty... It is, it is. Oh, and i got a pair of Ghostbusters boxes. You can do some of my activities if you want. I do like activities. Have you got word searches? Stickers. Yeah. I, think oh, I love a good word search. Ah, oh, I'm good at word searches, I'm though. I'm sorry. I'm good at word searches. I always find all the words. Because <laughs> I'm a special boy. Oh, you're so cute. It's true. I am. I love Christmas. But. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> to the... Um, to the main, see, well, to let's, me? let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, shall we, let's, let's say we wrap up the, the watch that Turtles documentary. It's, it's it good stuff. Turtle Power. Yeah, it's on Netflix. You don't even have to pay anything except for your subscription fee to Netflix. Um, <laughs> but other than that, that's it. It's, it's a good documentary. It's it all right, but it does kind of stop about halfway through of the, the, the history, which is a shame. I, I was kind of hoping I, there might be a second part to it. Yeah, but. me too. I'd really like to see more about like, what I would like to see is a really long interview with um, Ciro Miele mm. about bringing well, Turtles back and stuff. I wouldn't mind hearing about like the 2003 series because I say that's non-union, so there was a lot of like... That's true. There's a lot there's, of internal uh, stuff about that. I've started watching that, that did I tell you? You know mm. how you keep picking on me because I haven't yeah, yeah, watched yeah. it. I've started now. What do you think? Um, you're wrong. Sure. I'm not sure. Unless your um, opinion is it's good, you're wrong. I, ca- I can't get behind a couple of the voices. I don't mm. like a couple of the voices. I can't get behind the fact that April wor- works in a lab but wears a crop top for some reason. I know that's irrational, but that... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the most implausible thing about this cartoon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's working with, like, mutagens and mm. fucking... I don't know, all sorts of crazy Yeah, but she wears a lab coat on top of a crop top. Yeah, but yeah? you can still see her abdomen. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping it it draws me in, but I'm, I really liked yeah. it up until the point when it sort of got a bit odd and started. Where they went for like the Ninja Tribunal, and then they went into the future, and then they come back again. That kind of lost me at that point, mm. which is a shame because right at the end of it all, that the Turtles Forever film ties oh, it all up, which is a, such so a good. oh no. So good. We have to do an episode on that at some stage. Yeah, but that's so that's good. the same because that all, that whole series was non-union. That's why that's not got the voices of like Rob Paulson and Townsend Coleman because yes. you know they'd come back and do it all. Oh, so, would you? but yeah, it's a it's a shame. But that's what I mean. I'd like to have heard more about that because mm. I've heard Rob Paulson talk a little bit about it on his podcast. And for all ten people that listen to us, uh, you should listen to <laughs> Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson because it's brilliant. He's uh, he's friends with Stacey apparently. <laughs> sure. So, so, so we've heard. 
He referred to me as his friend on Facebook. I mean, he's not real Facebook friends. I was going to say like... we're not Facebook friends because he's got he's, he's hit his Facebook friend limit. So I tried to add him, but it was is like, that true? Yeah, I tried to add him, and it came up. It was like he can't accept your request because mm. Facebook will not allow you to add him because he's got too many friends. Does he, he follow you on Twitter? Me. He does. Oh, well, you've got that then, at least. Nobody follows me. Eric Burnham doesn't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Shit. You need to get better at Twitter. <laughs> I don't get it. You need to just, just all... relentlessly tweet people about how great they are, There's and a lot then they'll of follow stuff. you. Because <laughs> that's essentially what I did oh. with both Rob and Eric. <laughs> I want I want Eric Burnham to come on this. We should, I will ask him Pipe in the dream. future. I will ask him in the future. Oh, I've been I've been informed. List. I don't know how reliably. Do you remember last episode when we were having trouble with Dan Shining? Shining. Yes. Shining, like Matt Groening, but with a shirt instead of a grip. Shining. Did, Dan, Dan, Dan Shining. Did he tell you this himself? No, he did not. Else? That's well, why I say I'm not sure if it's reliable or not. Then I don't. I but choose it, not but to believe this person. But it makes sense that if it's spelt the same as Matt Groening, but yeah. with a shirt, then it would so, be Shining, wouldn't it? But Dan Shining. Yeah. Well, either way, I thoroughly enjoy his artwork, so yes, however I pronounce his name, it is wonderful. I'm sure he doesn't listen and therefore doesn't care. <laughs> uh, should I start tweeting him relentlessly and apologise for like not mispronouncing his name? We should just ask him. If he's on Twitter, we'll just ask him. Oi, mate, how do you pronounce your name? Because we think we've said it wrong a billion times at least. He's going to have to do that whole weird thing where you have to, like in a dictionary, where you have to put it all odd and in italics and yeah. squiggly and stuff. But if yeah. it helps. If if he if he's that bothered by it, he can do. I don't mind. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my uh, corrections department section. Well that's good. I like you know, the more you know. Um <laughs> not is, just I'm like sure G.I. Joe. <laughs> Who told you that? The internet. Brilliant. <laughs> <coughs> right. Shall we talk about the yeah, shall we shall we get shall we move on to the main course? Let's talk if, about if you movie. like. As you can see from my notes, I wrote down roughly what happens in the film in the order that it happens in the film, so that we can mm. be vaguely more prepared than when we did the first episode and we just went, that film was good, wasn't it? Do you know what I liked about this film? All of it. Product placement, yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um and oh. I don't just no I don't do you know what? I'm not even picking on and, and that one bit I'm talking about like, oh she's on Skype. Does Skype have a giant Skype logo on it when you're looking at it like that? I mean, I know it's open when you're in a browser. It says Skype, but it doesn't have the name of the of it plastered across somebody's face when you're on Skype, does it? No, I'm pretty sure. You know, it just there was other. I can't remember. There's other instances as well, but I can't remember them off the top of my head. But that and obviously <laughs> the 99 cheese beef. That scene. Um, Can we get there when we get there? Because that's yeah, yeah. All as right. as a starting point. What was your overall opinion of the film? I did thoroughly enjoy it. Good. I enjoyed it. I had a good time at the cinema. I had a good time with my little ones. They really enjoyed it as well. And and I did enjoy it, not just because they enjoyed it either, because my barometer is not do my children like it, because if Mm. they don't like it, if if they like it and I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit there and go, I enjoy it. Like, no, it's still toss. Just because my children like it, they're seven. Kids are stupid. They're seven. They, they, they don't know any better. Like, you know, <laughs> children have a very low sort of bar for what is good in a film. You know, I tried to tell a story the other day about a robin that came and stared me right in the eye whilst I was peeing up the side of, of uh, well, I was uh, in a lay-by and they started asking about whether I'd peed on the robin. It was very strange. Like, I didn't, I didn't piss on a robin. Just to clarify, because um, that'd have been weird. But that they thought it was hilarious. Saying, "Why did you wee on a robin?" I was like, "I didn't." Why did you wee on a robin? I didn't. I didn't wee on a robin child. It looked me right in the eyes whilst I was weeing. All right, uh, that's really creepy. One creep, but it was. It was weird because he like 
beady little black eyes look me oh. right in the eyes. So weird. What was the point of this story again? That children are strange and easily entertained, basically. Okay. And they just sat there laughing for about five, ten minutes at this this imaginary concept that hadn't even happened that they'd misheard because my children are very strange. <laughs> but the point is, I enjoy, I did enjoy this film. <laughs> so did I. I think, I think the best thing to do when you're going into a movie such as this is to know that it's probably not going to be... It's not going to have an... Inception style level of clever plot. I think it's, Inception did, did it really? Well, not like it's not Citizen Kane. It's not Citizen Kane. It's not, you know, clever. Yeah, like, it's not gravity. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be Gone Girl. Turtles and badass ninja stylings mm. and silliness. And that is absolutely fine by me. Um, yeah. So I went into this movie expecting to see some turtly fights and some references to pizzas and the word cowabunga. And it delivered on all those fronts. Happy me. It did. It did. I, you know, I did enjoy this film. I did, and more than I thought I would too, because I was a bit, mm. I, I was a bit nervous beforehand, especially when, um, like, really late in the game, they just suddenly announced that Leonardo was going to be, like, Johnny Knoxville was going to do the voice for Leonardo, because that it wasn't the case all the way through, was it? No, it was. Um, Someone it was else going to be. Look it up, Duncan. Look it up. <laughs> it was going to be Pete. Plazesque. There's another name. Internet, name. correct us on but, that um, But yeah, the poor guy did all the work, did all the suit work, much like everybody else who voices a turtle. But um, according to Wikipedia, the only person who played Leonardo was Johnny Knoxville, who's like about twice the age of everybody else who was in a turtle suit almost, because... Johnny Knoxville's about like fifty odd or something, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. He looks Got it, me. but that might be because he's hit himself in the face. No, forty three. Oh, he's not that old then. But like, he like the guy. Who, that, though, well, the guy who played Mikey's. Oh no, he's thirty. That's not uh, old. No, it's not old. But I'm just saying, like <laughs> I said, he was like twice the age of them. I think the youngest. There you go. He's like younger than me. The guy who played uh, Leo, Pete Blazeski, he's twenty seven. Beaker, who played Donatello, <laughs> is thirty three. Motherfucker looks like Beaker from the Muppets. He looks like Beeper. And I shouldn't make fun of what somebody looks like, cause it's not nice, but he still looks like Beeper. And I don't think he'd probably give a shit anyway, because I'm sure he's had way worse said about him than I'll ever come I would with. take that as such a compliment, because I fucking love Beaker. Somebody like said to me, honey. you look like Beaker. Like, oh, my God. oh my God, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'd take it as a compliment, but fair enough, carry on. I, yeah. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Yeah, so I thought this film was good. Overall, overall good. Good, good. So it's Three starts, out of five. It's the, ooh, only three. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go with four. What, See, don't this, give me that. What's all this? This film... <laughs> shut up, Richard Taylor. Just shut up. I'd give it a three out of five because there's plenty of room for improvement, but it, I didn't by <laughs> any stretch think it was bad. I think three, three out of five is good. Three out of five is good. I would give it like a four and a half. I probably (laughs) wouldn't. Like, honestly, pushing it, I'd go for three and a half. I'm going to say, and this is going to be a controversial opinion that I'm sure the internet will burn me down in flames for. I thought this film to me was almost my film of the year last year. And the only reason it wasn't was because Guardians had a plot. To me. What about Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier was good, but I I had I got more enjoyment from Turtles mm. no, than well, I did yeah, from Winter Soldier, enough. and like I think my enjoyment of Guardians was on a par, but technically it's better, and that's the only oh, reason why. It, 
Shut up, Rich. That's the only reason why I would rank that slightly higher than Turtles, oh, because... Shut up, Richards. Do me a drink Jaws while you're over better. there. Jaws is better. Can I have a beverage? Thanks. Um, okay. Uh, yes, please, sir. Pour it out, Rich. Pour, pour it out. <laughs> this episode just... Do you know what? We weren't this raucous when we were drunk in the first no, episode. I'm doing, I'm doing it like dry January and I think I'm just going insane. <laughs> well, I'm not doing it for charity or anything. I'm just doing it like not drinking the booze. Every month is dry month for me, pretty much, unless I come round and see you lot, which is reasonably intermittent, unfortunately. Uh, turtles. Yeah. Good in it. Good in it. Good in it. Uh, so it kicks off with a little comicy styling bit that's a brief explanation of why the turtles are a thing that exists. And uh, I thought that was I quite badass. no, I liked it. It was nice. I thought the the artwork was done quite nicely as well. Um, it was nice that they didn't spend too long. Like they only had like kind of a brief. I think they did the right thing again, much mm-hmm. like they did in the original movie of having the origin be about five minutes. I think the the worst part that they had was that the turtles weren't in it. For as, as much as they should have been, or as early as they should have been, because I think they focused know, way too much on April O'Neil. See, I quite like that about it, though, because I think a lot of people have said this, and I was the first time I saw it, I didn't notice it, so I looked out for it in the, in the second viewing of it when I went. I took my mom to see it; she loved it too. Bless I her don't cotton think socks. I love my mom. She's so nerdy. Um, Be weird if you didn't, really. To be oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm off the beach. Um, <laughs> she's going to listen to this as well. Hello, Stacey's mum. <laughs> I almost said she's got it going on then, and that's not a thing I want to say, really, is it? So, turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck hell. Uh, I forgot, I totally forgot what I was going to say. You, throw you me didn't right notice, sorry, you didn't, you didn't yes, notice this. So, I was looking out for it in the second one, thinking, is that period where the turtles aren't really in it a lot longer than I thought it was because I was so swept up in it the first time? And I still don't think it is. I feel like, I don't know whether people were just, they had the Michael Bay thing in their head about like, oh, in Transformers, you know, it's mostly about the humans and you rarely see the robots. And when you do, you can't tell. Which I wholeheartedly agree with. But I don't think that's the case in the turtles. Like, I oh, think they're... They're, they're not shown as much, but they're referenced enough, and it actually shows them being fucking stealthy. First fucking I, ever time ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's well, why I liked it because they weren't there, but you kind of knew they were, and it was up like until Ooh, the stealth. moment that they get caught well, on the top of the roof. But yeah, yeah. no, I'll, I'll grant you. It I seems mean, a bit silly I when, you, when think... you live in a sewer to have a celebration on a rooftop about a job well done. Like, let's do a high five mm. on this roof. No, just go back to your lair and have a high five there. <laughs> Twonks. I, I I agree. I don't think that they were underused anywhere near as much as the Transformers were. Ultimately, this isn't a Michael Bay film. It's no. it's produced by him. And I think that a lot of people have struggled to get by that. But it does suffer from a fair few of the like the tropes of a Michael Bay film. Of like They do focus a little bit too much on the humans. And I, I felt that they... I love Will Arnett. And I thought it was great that they were going to have him in it. But he, I really could have done with a little bit less oh, of his character of Vernon Fenwick. No, I, I really... Oh, I couldn't be doing... No, I, was, I could have done with more Vern. No, less. <laughs> I definitely uh, have had more Vern. Or at least not like not so much less of him, but less of him just sort of like... Groveling that weird... Un, yeah, yeah, just like... That's another that's another trope as well of Michael Bay's. sort of like, oh, just humour that doesn't really fit the setting. And like that... that the, the fart joke. See, the fart joke like, I don't mind because I think that was purely for mm. the kids who are new to the franchisey type. Ah, look at this funny fart joke. Yeah, the, but the jokes the I didn't get. The to it, though. That's the thing. The, the jokes that I didn't get, things like, um, okay, so 
April, we see a bit of April farting about doing some fluffy news stories, trying really hard to become a legitimate journalist and failing yeah. miserably because Whoopi Goldberg, who is in this film for some reason, uh, keeps Ernie saying Beck to Thompson. her, fuck off, you've got no chops and get out of my face and come back to me when you've got a real news story you've been. Uh, so she goes off to find a, a, a news story and she bumps into the turtles and they're having a high five on the roof and then Mikey makes possibly the world's most inappropriate joke mm. about how she's so hot he can feel his shell tightening which I can yeah. only assume is in reference to the fact that he's getting a massive turtle boner and I just don't know yeah but if his, know... most of his body's like his, most of his body is out of his shell anyway so presumably his wang would be as well no see I was so assuming see it, that the wang you? would be up in there how? Because well, the because shell's like up his back damn near and it's like, yeah, exactly, thank you. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> Which this just isn't did a motion that none of you could see. Yeah, it's made. not a visual medium, but it was it was brilliant. And if you could have seen it, it would have made perfect sense. Um, he helped me get my point across anyway. But yeah, the shell's like just sort of stops about here at the bottom of the back. No, I know, so but like, how, front, it, how far it is it down, wrapped around? It, the front, the shell comes down. Oh, like, yeah, I suppose that I'm is I'm sort of cradling my own crotch now, which um, is not something anyone needed to see. I suppose it but, is. But, like, oh, I assumed God. it was up in there because they don't want to be walking around with exposed turtle penis. And I assumed that that's what the shell tightening joke was, in that his, his massive turtle wang his, yeah. is, is on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, you wouldn't see it anyway because he's got that thing in front of his. Uh, he's got like a loincloth on. No, Raph's got the loincloth. I no, he's got the. Well, what's his name? He's it? got They've a. Kind of got, got one. Mikey's got a hoodie wrapped around his waist. Oh, really? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. I never clocked that. I think it is, but I could be talking from my anus. At least they removed that gold chain that was going to be around his neck originally. <laughs> Ooh. If he'd have been wearing a turtleneck and chain, though. <laughs> turtleneck oh, and chain. Jesus. <laughs> I right. only just realised. Oh, God. I am fucking hilarious. Oh, Hi, when are you going to start drinking again? <laughs> Never. God, I'm playing a game right now. Fucking hell. <laughs> so, yeah, that I felt that was a bit inappropriate, partly because it, it made was. me feel uncomfortable. And because it, and it was. was. super rapey. Like, super rapey. Yeah. Because um, I remember we spoke in the first episode about the 90s movie, about how we didn't quite realise how obsessed Mikey is with April. Well, he makes a bit of a... a, a, a Risque joke in that, doesn't he? But it's nowhere near as bad as what, that. The, and this guy, can we keep her? Or well, there's that bit. So like, yeah, like, can cute. we keep her? Like, yeah. And I argued that it was, Raping. yeah, a little bit misery esque, if you will. <laughs> um, like, can we kneecap her? Um, can we sledgehammer her ankles? Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like they've got all the weapons. They could just cut them off and you know <laughs> give them a tourniquet. Anyway, um, but he seems there, there are a lot of inappropriate jokes that. The poor guy, Noel Fisher, as you've got here, has to deliver because they're in the scripts that are a little bit like, oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, some of the jokes some of the jokes are fine. Like, I think the one where, um, after they've met April and they erase the pictures off her phone and mm. tell her to, like, fuck off and never see them again, they have to, like, creep back to the lair and he makes a very funny joke when he whispers to them about, hey, just in case you weren't aware, dibs. Yeah, that was Which is pretty funny because that doesn't have... The implication behind no. it. Actually, I really like that bit where he's like, "That's some, that's super creepy," but like, we, we will find you. Like yeah. that was funny as well because he sort of <laughs> acknowledged it. Voice. <laughs> I really like it. I'm sorry. I no, I like it as well. I got really like. I, I'm not going to jump ahead to the end, but like, 
<laughs> I I thought it was reasonably well cast. I thought like the voices Whoopi were Goldberg, good, but like no, Whoopi fucking Goldberg. Nah, that though. don't bother me. Like she weren't no. doing anything. What? She wasn't doing nothing. She's just pants at everything. You never watched The Colour Purple? She's a good actress when she wants she to be. Ain't. She was in Sister Act. What's wrong with that? It's a 90s classic. Get it out of my pocket. It always used to be on, a, it always used to be on ITV. Just get it out of my pocket. Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something to you. I've never seen that film all the way through. What, Sister Act? Yeah. Thank fuck for that. Shit. Just, it's just not one of them films I've never seen. Unfortunately, really I can say that I have and it's shit. <laughs> I don't want to wash my eyes out with soap. And water. Right, um, it, the concept doesn't offend me as much as it does you, pair, apparently. But it's, it's one of them 90s, it's just one of them silly 90s films, though, isn't it? Because they, they had loads of them sort of daft films like, what if this person was in this situation and woo, hilarity ensues? But anyway, um, yeah, I didn't, like, Whoopi Goldberg in it, being in it didn't bother me because she wasn't really. She weren't in it that much. No. She was probably in it like five minutes total. Yeah, away she just. wasn't in it enough to like really offend me. But mm. I could have, I could have, I would have rather have anyone else have been in it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So yours is well, yours. All right, in this one, this is you not you not liking Whoopi Goldberg, which is which is fine. Um, <laughs> the 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 role was fine and was uh, I don't know. I don't I don't think she did anything with the character that. That armed the anyway. I, I, no. I, 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 I know. This is a, this is a difficult one because this is you she, not she liking. Was, it. I was going to say she was what that role needed to be, which was a bit of an arsehole. This is for this is if to put it in terms that I could understand. If Ellen Page had been cast as April O'Neil, then like I could understand because I can't be doing with her. But I can't explain it either. Really, like I just can't be doing with her. I was I'm one of the few people that watched Hard Candy and wanted her to get caught by the guy. Right? I'm not <laughs> like, seeing you know, it. I really did. Like, <laughs> Like I can't be doing with her, but like this is yeah, you know everybody. Dis- there's always We've all got somebody. That one irrational, yeah. hated celebrity. Yeah, exactly. My male one is Michael Cera. Oh, I love him, Scott Pilgrim. Come on. Oh god, Scott they could have picked so, but somebody so much better. He didn't even look like Scott Pilgrim, though. No. He looked exactly like Scott Pilgrim. No, no, you look like Scott. Because Scott Pilgrim's a great film. I like the film. Everybody else is great in it except Michael Cera. No. <laughs> You are such a boss. So when are me and you doing our podcast, mate? <laughs> are we starting today? You're recording it straight after this. <laughs> I think we're doing it now. <laughs> Bloody hell. So, because we, we were on the topic of April and your <laughs> completely irrational hatred of Ellen Page, how do we feel about Megan Fox? I, I didn't mind her. She was a, she was a reasonably... Blank slate as she usual. Was you know. Like I, she's attractive. You know, and that's what she's there. For. I suppose yeah. that, as terrible as it sounds, that's what she's there for. She's One not- of the things I didn't know. One of the things I didn't understand was there was a lot of hatred afterwards about how April was a terrible female character, and Michael Bay obviously hates women, and people writing it obviously hate women, and blah blah blah. And I like, didn't get at any the film, of that. I didn't get any of that either because no, she kept running into like really dangerous situations. She was brave. She was, like, I mean, she was yeah. a bit stupid, but she was she was incredibly brave. She's very determined. She's obviously ambitious. Yeah. That's actually a lot more positive traits than a lot of female characters in a lot of films I've seen lately. <laughs> so frozen cough. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to go there again. You liked Frozen, really? Don't I really did. <laughs> I'd rather gouge my own eyes out with a rusty spoon than see that again. Fucking trash but, film. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, do you know what? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I d- <laughs> ding, but I d- I d- I've not read any of these articles. And I'm really glad because that'd make me really annoyed. I don't know. Yeah, I'd- I. Don't- do you know what? Some people read too much into things yeah. sometimes, and it hurts my head. 
Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, the, like, where, where have they got this from? She's a bad role was, model. The one thing was that they, the, the, the biggest argument they had was that how is it possible that this, uh, there's four like turtles running around and there's this symbol, this like Japanese symbol all over the place that she's seen and yet she doesn't put two and two together in her head about the fact, like, she doesn't just remember the, the sim, because that apparently like links back to her past. And the turtles were in her dad's lab and stuff, and you find that out in a little video. Yeah, no, and, uh, but she was a young girl. That's but the thing. Yeah. She wouldn't have remembered everything about it. I, it was a traumatic experience that she was part of, so she would have blanked a fair bit of it out. I she... studied Japanese. I mean, that's how her dad died, for crying out loud. But mm. also, I studied Japanese for seven full years. Can I remember any kanji? Did you? I did, for seven full years, and I only stopped about five, six years ago. Can I remember any kanji? Of course I fucking can't. Of course I fucking can't, because <laughs> it's complicated, and a lot of it looks really similar to other things, so I wouldn't have like looked at it and gone, oh, that's, I remember this symbol, it's from that lab, and blah, 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 like, no. Well, today's been a learning experience for me anyway, at the very How least. How did you not so know that? You've never, it's never come up in conversation. I can in Japanese It's never come up in conversation. The only person I knew about, uh, that I've my chair ever is known. creaking so much it's driving me insane. Yeah, I, the only person that I was aware of that I've ever known speaking it was Benji. Yeah, I but was he never as fluent up, as you never, Benji. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's never, it never came up. You've, you've never talked about it. You never mentioned it. I think it's because when it's you one of them it, things people I, always say, oh, speak some Japanese then, and I really don't remember much. Well, I don't generally <laughs> like, I don't Except generally songs. ask people what languages they can speak other than their native tongue. Yeah, it doesn't really come up, does it? Not often, no. <laughs> Like, uh, I know Kieran can speak Irish, but... What? Potato, potato, potato. A tiddly, 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 tiddly. A tiddly, 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 tiddly. That's it, yeah. Oh, dear. But other than that... Hey, yeah, no, hey I was, Key. I did How you doing, videos. son? We love you, Key. We love you. And don't like the Ant-Man trailer, because you're weird. You? You've got problems, mate. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, the kanji thing I just don't understand. And the thing is, she does put two and two together eventually, so it's not like she's a complete thicko. No, because like, she watches all them. But I, I say, there. I'd say, like, just as I said, it was a traumatic experience from her childhood. You know, she yeah. probably blocked a fair portion of it out, and she rewatched those. She remembered she got those videos to watch, and then rewatched them. She was, I, I don't, uh, like, I know, I know, I, I don't get it. Like, what I don't understand at what there's, point. There's quite a big problem in nerdy, particularly nerdy culture, it, of people looking for things where they aren't. It's like looking mm. for racism or looking for prejudices or looking for anti-feminist or sexist stuff, like where it actually pack isn't. It in cause it's stupid. Yeah, it is a bit. That's I daft. mean, fair play. If you know some things are like you can watch something and think, oh, that's definitely horrendous and obviously horrendous. But I don't think anyone would watch the t- or should watch the turtles and think well that film's obviously anti-women mm. no not isn't. even a little bit she's very capable like her boss she's very is strong a, her boss she's is a woman as, as well for starters yeah and she's like a, a, t- a top <laughs> I know I don't, don't, don't tap the table <laughs> don't tap the table I've done it twice that's, that's why right, I'm concerned about this creaky chair I reckon it's going to be all over the uh, I'm recording. trying to, that's why I keep trying to keep my hands above like my uh, on my person instead of on the table so I'm no, like, you can put them on the table just don't like faff no, but if I put them on the table, I'm tempted to... You will faff. Oh. There you go, look. See, it registers pretty badly, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, but it did last time when I hammered my head on it, if you remember. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. And we kept slamming our drinks on the table as well. Like, so, yeah, we discovered that the turtles belonged to, well, technically April's dad, uh, who was working on them in a lab with... 
Eric Sachs, who we haven't mentioned, yeah. who and a mutagen that is apparently of extraterrestrial origin. Yeah. So that's the thing that happened, and uh, I was I was fine with that. That was another thing that people were frustrated by. Why have you got to link it to her past? Like, why can't they? Just... Because why not? Like, <laughs> just... when we read that they were saying something in. Um, I think it was IGN had said. Uh, was it, oh, it's it, not not since like Tim Burton's Batman as as a hero's past been so connected with the villain. Like, yeah, but sometimes these things happen. It's a storytelling yeah. aspect. What does that matter? Like, not everything has to be like these two people have never met before. And then I'd find that slightly less believable. It tends yeah. to be these, you know, like common links make things slightly easier for storytelling. Yeah. You know, it's not, I, I don't think, think it's lazy well, storytelling. You would think as well somebody who potters around with mutagen and worked in a lab possibly would have come across. Turtles at some stage in their life. Hmm. Maybe. Well, they were going to try it with rabbits, apparently. It's not a... <laughs> I like that, actually. It was oh, I a nice I, little uh, Usagi Jimbo yeah, reference. I, um, I turn around to... I, like, I nudge my mum when we were at the cinema and she was like, I don't know what that was for. Yeah. Oh, mother. Your butt. Um, but, so, Sax... You think he's all right, but then it turns out he ain't, and he's you got know. this. Everyone, like, he was William Fitchner. Everyone knew he wasn't going to be all right. all right. They were trying to make you think he was all right, but he isn't. Everybody um, knew he wasn't going to be all right. This is where the film loses it for me, plot-wise, mm. because so far the plot has essentially been journalist bird wants a good story, so she stops reporting on fitness crazies and shit like that. This is this is where the plot disappears and it just becomes mayhem. But that like it's fine by me. So Sachs has this plot with the Shredder, who he was raised by, apparently. I've forgotten this. I, need, I do need Thanks to rewatch to, this film. Thanks to, you know, helpful reshoots. Yeah. I do need to I do need to rewatch this film, because I can't quite remember how he ended... Was he born on a naval base Yes, or I believe he's... I think his family some were... military base. Yeah, his family, was, his family were military or something. I think Navy, like you say. And they were stationed in Japan. And I think something happened, and he was stuck there or something like that. Yeah, he was orphaned over there. he ended up being raised by the Shredder. Yeah, for some reason, even though he was clearly meant to be the Shredder, seen as Eric Sachs sounds a little bit like Oroku Suki. <laughs> Never even put that together. Yeah, yeah, it's meant oh, to be. That was meant no to be an Anglicanised version of Oroku Suki, Eric Sachs. Yeah, makes sense. I am an idiot. I'm hmm. so dense at times. I'd even heard that apparently it was supposed to be that he was like um, like the 2003 Shredder, where he's a neutron oh. on the inside. But obviously they've sort of done away with... Well, maybe he still is, but like he's faceless Japanese guy in the shadows. Yeah, you don't see Dubbed over much. voice, so it's clearly not Eric Sachs talking Dirt in the shredder. Um, that I enjoyed. I really I liked that. that little reference to the... Uh, was it... Was it? Is it the, it's the video games, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is, yes. Yeah. Uh, so was it Tonight, tonight We Dine? on Turtle Soup. Yeah, I liked that. It's yeah. stupid. What I loved about that was the fact that the brilliant. Japanese for Turtle Soup is like Turtle Soup. Or something ridiculous. Because when we, when we were watching it the first time, the um, subtitles were cut off slightly. Mm. And so Rich was like, I've got no idea what's going on. And I was trying to translate, but I am not that fluent at all. And I was like, well, that's definitely tonight we're dying on turtle soup. Isn't yeah. it? Definitely. That I can translate. But so their, their plot, and this is, this is where I... If you can explain this to me, then that would be really helpful. They decide to... Well, what they want to do with... Once they discover that the turtles are still alive, they want to use the mutagen to create a virus, which then they they will then create an antidote for. So they will spread this virus and I then become the richest the... people in the world because they've got the antidote. I think that they'd got the virus, the mutagen had the antidote in it. Right. They were going to infect New York City. Um, but then get all the riches and the power yeah, so the turn, by having turn the antidote. New York City into like a demilitarised zone. 
where nobody can pretty much enter, or, or like that, it'd be like a no man's land. Um, the Shredder was going to pretty much take control of New York. Why, I don't know, but... Why would you want to be in control I, of this no man's land quarantine? I don't so. know, but that's what they want, no, apparently. And the then he was the... going to sell this vaccine off to like yeah. the US government and basically get a blank check and become... Although he was already rich enough anyway. He was anyway. rich as fuck. I know, I was thinking, I was like, I... why? Like, you've got enough money. But th- that was one of the parts I didn't understand. Mm. He was rich as balls anyway. He did not need any more money. And also, the, the way that they were going to disperse the virus... It very clearly came from Saks Tower, mm. very clearly from Aspire on top of his own building. Oh, I know. At what yeah, point did some of it already think? started getting out as well, though, because yeah. whenever that this, happens like, in green... a film, whenever that happens in a film and they're like, oh, no, a small bit's been released, it's going now, it's happening, it's like, that's already out, you know. That's, that's just That's, that's like, so out, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, you know. Someone's getting infected, at That's least like that person. bit at the end of uh, Flash Gordon where it's like, the moon's just next to the Earth. Like, yeah, pretty much everything's destroyed because of, gavi- of the gavi- gravitational pull <laughs> has already sort of like caused tidal waves and earthquakes and stuff. So I know it's an old film, but it just, re- things like that really bug me. But, but this, this got mm. me because I just thought, I can't, I can't imagine a what because Sax is obviously a fairly intelligent dude. Cause he used to work in a lab. He's a scientist. Not that fucking smart. He's own, like he owns his own business and whatever mm. the fuck it is he does now. I can't remember. But like he, how did he think releasing a virus very clearly from his own tower was going to make people a accept that his antidote worked and b give him money for it? Mm. Why did he not think oh, I'm going to get arrested? Fucking immediately. <laughs> I was thinking more. I was also thinking about like the shredder. Like, oh, I'm going to take over New York when it becomes a no man's land. It's like, why you know, would you want it, you, then? yeah. Why would you want it? And also, they will take it back at some point, and you will be facing the army. Like it's all well and good. Like oh, you, you you're managing to pull off a couple of raids with these guys with guns. Like once the army come in, the military, the marines, and all that. Like they will just stamp you out. Like yeah. this and is not <laughs> as soon as they've arrested Sachs, which is clearly what would happen, mm. and got the antidote off him, and then put it into mass production. Fucking job done. New York's back. Mm. Sorted, baby. Like, yeah. it's, like it's, but this whole this whole plan is just garbage. Yeah. But I will say it didn't ruin it for me at all because I didn't really care what their plan was. As no, long it was as a they very comic, evil. very stupid comic booky yeah. sort of. As plot. long as they were clearly evil and the turtles were clearly going to keep their asses, I was happy. Mm. Um, and I think and they did. They definitely did. My Spoiler alert. favorite scene. Course, they were going to. Well, um, yeah. My favourite scene in the whole film. I've glossed over the ninety-nine cheese pizza, by the way. But let's not go back to it. Um, product placements. Lots of product placements. Cough. Are there even that many cheeses? Cough. <laughs> I liked that. What's it? Honest trailers were saying like they're in New York and they've bought Pizza Hut when they've got like all these different like authentic, <laughs> amazing pizza like proper place yeah. pizza places. Like why the hell would they have that? It's like it, it's product placement, dude. <laughs> like it's worse though. I mean, like at least in the old one where it's Domino's, it's just a guy on a Domino's bike and that's yeah. it, and he's just think, paying for it. They don't even mention the name of the company. He's just in the Domino's yeah. gear. I think the thing that annoyed me the most about this was the actual scene where Sp- Splinter's trying to sort of punish them and also coax the information about where the fuck they've been mm. out of them. It's actually quite good, the idea that he'd make them do weird poses on stuff and yeah. like just 
make them have to do something really concentrated and then waft temptation in the faces is actually really funny. But the way they did it, it was essentially an advert for a pizza in which yeah. he described like how succulent it was. And how, like, It would have been better if they'd have done it without showing them the box that said Pizza yeah. Hut on it, if it was just a if, if, pizza if it was just like, Or if it was just like a slice in Splinter's hand that he was like mm, mm. wafting under the nose yeah. of like, come on, Mikey, you know. You oh, we've already eaten though. I don't want any more pizza. <laughs> We've eaten too much. That's why I love recording the podcast in the kitchen with you because mm-hmm. I get to eat pizza. I, we do get to eat pizza, and I do like pizza. And we had balls as well today. We had balls. We, had, we all had balls in our mouths. Delightful garlicky balls in our yeah. mouths. Innuendo bingo. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes, international cockle ball. Is it a cockle? Is it a ball? Um, moving forwards <laughs> to my favourite scene of the film, which is crazy avalanche sesh. Now. This is another part where my a little voice in my brain was going, are there mountains with snow that close to New York? But another voice in my head squashed it and went, look how much fucking fun this is! So I don't, I don't really think care. they're that close, no, but I do believe... Because don't they the essentially skills. get to the bottom of the mountain and then go into a sewer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, right, well, we better get back to the lair or whatever. No, but that's like, part of the like, means, like, oh, you know, at the bottom of that cliff, there's an access to part into the, into the sewer. And like, well, one... How nope. are you going to get down all the way down to the bottom? Because that cliff looks massive. <laughs> like, absolutely sheer drop to death, sort of humongous. And and two, just because it's taking you to the sewer doesn't mean you'll get there any quicker. Have you got a car in there waiting for you, like, to get you to the sewer? Like, what? what? I don't understand. Yeah. I, um... I know they, they do that bit where they slide on the shelves, don't they? And they get there a little bit faster, but they're all sliding in piss. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. That's that's yeah. what they're like, body sliding in. Yeah. They're all in piss. Shit. Maybe a little bit of poo, yeah. Quite a lot of poo. A little bit of poo. A lot, lot of poo in New York, yeah. With how much pizza they eat, it's got to be a lot of poo. Mm. <laughs> but I did, I've got to admit, like, that, that avalanche scene where they're just like free falling down a mountain with fucking trucks and cars and gunfires and fucking. Gunfires? Shut up. Fights. It was a it was a pretty boss scene. I'll give you that. I it did really brilliant. enjoy it. Like properly brilliant. I was um, watching when I, when I was watching that in the cinema. I just got so excited and <laughs> Mum poked me in the leg and I was like, "What?" She was like, "Calm down," because I was very visibly like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> just getting really bouncy. Yeah, okay. that's what the boys were doing as well. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, right, I've always said this. I know exactly when I need to be an adult, and when I'm at a cinema watching the Ninja Turtles, is not that. Time. Like, I don't need to be a responsible adult at that time. I can just enjoy it like a stupid child that I am. No, it was it was enjoyable. It was a good, fun, well-choreographed um, action scene. I'm trying to think. Because, I mean, a lot of the, that was the longest action scene in the whole thing, really, wasn't it? Because was. even the end fight with the Shredder was pretty short. Yeah, I think the problem with that was they were a bit limited with their space because they limited that to the rooftop with the spire. Mm. Um, I think they made the Shredder a little bit too insanely overpowered with that sort of robot suit. There is suit. no way he could move any limb without slicing off part of his own skin. Hmm. He was made of knives. <laughs> like That don't bother me. It was the fact that they all returned to him and stuff like that that kind of bothered me. I quite liked that, but I think that's just because it was stupidly fun. I was like, oh no, what are you going to do with that? All your knives? Whoa! Hmm. <laughs> Get him right back. That's what he's going to do. Kick your ass again. Oh, it, was, it was all a bit Iron Man-y though. I don't know. Yeah. I just... I, I like the idea of the Shredder being like a I guy. Think, Mind you, having I, said that... I was going to say, less is more... I think in the case of the Shredder, I mm. feel like that as cool as the armour looked, because it did look cool, yes, uh, as cool as it looked, I don't hate the armour, it but didn't I just, mm. seem like it could work in a fight even slightly, because you would lose your own limbs, a mm. lot of them, and also it must be really hard to move in that thing. 
But we're trying to be practical about Ninja Turtles movie here. Yeah. It's not practical. I mean, I, I suppose in one respect they kind of overpowered the turtles by having them like booting people into cars and then the cars like, like so hard that they dent the side of the mm. car. So this... I suppose they need, he needed to be a bit more than a normal guy yeah. for them to be a threat. Um, I mean, I'd argue the turtles were a little bit too overpowered. It should be a case of they're like, yeah, sure, they're a little, probably a little bit faster. Mm. Like their their um, their agility is probably a little bit more than the normal anthropomorphic turtle would be. But like, <laughs> I think the, that's what they were trying to argue was the benefit of the mutagen, though, wasn't it? That it was sort of enhanced, almost yeah. almost Captain America style serum, super serum situation. Um, yeah, I kind know, of. but I was always I've always enjoyed that the fact that the daftest thing about the turtles is the fact that they're turtles. Other than that, they're like. You know, it's all everything else that they've got is pretty much from hard work and training. I've kind, yeah. I always kind of liked like that. Batman. Yeah, I know, I know they, are, I know obviously they've trained to be as good as they are from the book the that book they found in the, the sewer. Floor. Yeah. Can know. we talk about that for a moment? If we must. Is, yeah. Does such a ninja man- manual exist? Is I'm that- sure. Unless, do you know what? Oh. I'm actually. Oh, I'm gonna, heavens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go instead of going on to IMDb. Let's go on to Amazon. I bet you can buy a book about ninjutsu. I guarantee it. But to make yourself... um... To be that good, to train yourself and then train your sons to be that good as an anthropomorphic rat, Mm -hmm. this has got to be... Ninjutsu, the secret art of the ninja. Is that actual instructions on ninja? No, in tradition. What's this? I don't, I'm sure one of them will be Warrior Origins. The complete ninja. The see, oh no, it might be not. See, that all seems like history. Of Illustrated ninja. ninja handbook, hidden techniques of ninja. Yes, boy. The art of invisibility. Quid. Book of ninja. You get a backpack from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I don't know that. why that's there because I swear I searched in books. The complete ninja collection, history and tradition. I mean, there we are. 17th century ninja training. I'm, I'm sure that, that there are. <laughs> There's one with a DVD there. Modern Master's Approach to Universal Dangers. That's only Dangers. 17, boy. Go on. I ain't got it. Oh. <laughs> if I've only... <laughs> let's, let's learn ninja-ness. Oh if God, I was going like, so cool. to spend anything, I'd get that Crow Funko that I found earlier today. Because <laughs> that's badass. Um, uh, yeah, that... That fucking book, man. Like, I know the, the idea of a rat knowing ninja ninjutsu, to begin with, is ludicrous. I understand that. And the fact that I've accepted that means I should be able to accept them learning it from a book they find on the floor of the sewer. But to but get to that level seems to be a little yeah. bit like... like and the thing is, the like the shredder is 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 a ninja. He's mm. born and raised like ninja badass. Yeah, but he and does very he does bugger all ninjutsu. He just uses that giant yeah, suit to like go he can't move as well. <laughs> flail about a lot. The only time right, every time he manages to land a punch, it's because he's He's that powerfully knocks them out of the way, and he's co- he's covered in that much armor that, that even when they hit him, it does fuck all. Mm. Can you remember? Because I've completely forgotten how they actually defeat him. They push yeah, him they off do the that. Roof. They do that game. That was it. Um, book book uh, where they oh, jump on each yeah. other's back. Although I was kind of thinking like. I don't know why that's done anything. And then he still gets back up. He eventually, they defeat him because he's on that, that spire that, they, that falls over and he falls off it and drops the mutagen because I think that falls and leaks. It definitely falls. Yeah, it smashes it. No, it doesn't, does. doesn't smash, does it? Because they take it back and use it to revive Splinter who was doing a dead from the, yes. when the lair caved in. Yes, which we yes, forgot they to did. talk about entirely. About yes, one. they did. I couldn't. I thought it split, but well, yeah, that's how they, that must have been how they got him back to life then. Although... I don't know why. Anyway, um, yeah, because they had that whole bit where they were falling down, which I really enjoyed, actually. I liked how you know, oh, they were doing all... that bit. 
Yeah, because, but it was it was. I was Admitting sad that they didn't the oh. all get to do it because it was only. I think it was Mikey, Donny, and Raph, and then it stopped at Raph, and Leo never said anything. Donny's. I'm sure Donny. What Donny admitted was ridiculous and made me laugh so hard. But yeah, I, it was. I'm the one that licks the licks, licks the icing, icing off the pop tarts every morning. Was like, and I loved that. And it was I put so them back cute. in the box. Yeah, I oh, thought that was so cute, but oh like God, that was so adorable. Yeah, but they're brothers. That's the sort of thing that you do across your brothers, oh, like, so and that's adorable. I can't remember what Mikey's was now. I can't remember. It. I know Raph's was like a really long, heartfelt speech about how much he loves them, does it? and then I'm he just really... stops and they don't die, and they're like, oh. <laughs> that's Awkward. it and he's like oh it's brick dust that's what it is I've got some brick dust in my eyes so. <laughs> I really enjoyed that bit as well I, I was like that's that so cute kids. like yeah oh. I really enjoyed that as well it is a shame Leo didn't get what did Mikey say look it up look it up Duncan look, look it, it up. up let's find it I bet I can't find it you know I need a drink do you want a drink dear oh here we go um, Mikey said he didn't understand the ending of Lost <laughs> oh, oh Leo's the one who sort of initiates it yeah, I thought that bit was totally adorable. And um, what else happened after that? They revived Splinter. Oh, there was that. <laughs> there was that little scene where Vern gets a new car, mm. and then the turtles come in in a fucking turtle van. I, I loved the turtle van, but I did kind of feel two things. It, it's another one of them things that's really been pissing me off with modern trailers, where they take a moment from right at the end of the film, like they did with Amazing Spider-Man Two, mm. and then whack it in the trailer. Like, they should have left that right to the end for starters. But I also kind of felt a little bit like they just put it in there so they could bring the toy out of the party wagon a little bit. I can I can see that. But I but it was it. nice to see it. I did yes. love it. And the fact that they blew up Vern's car was pretty mm-hmm. funny. And that the horn was the Turtles music as well, yes. the old version. I did think playing the Turtles and having Mikey sing it at April was a little bit on the nose. Uh, what was it? That I can't see me loving nobody but you. What's that called, Rich? Help me out. Imagine me and you. I think that's it. I, I think it's called I Can't I See Me. I think about you day and night. What's that called, Rich? I hold you tight and something, something, something else. Don't know the words. Happy yeah. Together? Is that what it's called? I don't know what you're singing. I'm not paying any attention to it. Happy Together. See? By the Turtles. By the Turtles. But Bit on the nose. As I said, it, it, it's uh, this song is often misunderstood. Instead of being a happy love song, it's actually about a guy trying to convince himself his girl hasn't dumped him. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Bit there of a fail go. there, isn't it? It Do is, know, but it doesn't like, sound like that at all, though. Totally unrelated. Uh, this is like Would when you I say had that's an argument with totally unrelated. Totally unrelated. Um, I had a bit of an argument with somebody about the the choice of their wedding first dance because they really wanted more than words by extreme and i was trying to tell them that that song is actually about a man who whose wife whose lady friend keeps telling him she looked like she says i love you but she he doesn't think she means it and he wants her to show it because he needs more than words to show that she feels that the love is real <laughs> and it's like not a happy song at all it's about a breakdown of a relationship but she wasn't having a bar of it she's like no, it's right. a beautiful song anyway um turtles <laughs> How many times in these episodes do I say, anyway, um, turtles? I don't know. I think we both do that a fair bit. At least you didn't talk about weeing on a robin, so, you know. <laughs> do you know, again, that. totally unrelated, but when you said when you were talking about weeing on a robin, for some reason I was picturing Robin from Teen Titans Go. No, no. It's so adorable. It's not that Robin. It's not Robin Batman's sidekick. It's neither Dick Grayson, <laughs> Jason Todd, um, Tim Drake, or um, Damian Wayne. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're the only Robins. Oh, sorry, Carrie Kelly. That's it. They're the only five Robins that have ever been. Were there other Robins? 
that other people yeah apparently that's Steph- Stephanie Brown was Robin she was she wasn't she was I was her she for she Halloween wasn't. once anyway no, she wasn't she anyway. was terrible anyway do you know what upset me about Stephanie Brown you know when do you know what upset me about Stephanie Brown dying oh. is that it wasn't true <laughs> that was the worst part about it which Hair I should have seen coming like Hair oh she nice was in Africa she was in Africa for ages no she wasn't I've shut you mouth Turtles don't hate Stephanie Brown. Anyway, so um, we've we've talked about most of the key bits of the film. Yes, I suppose in a very sort of in a roundabout (laughs) way, all over the place. In a roundabout way. Uh, What what do my notes say? Have we missed anything good? Subway, more ninja stylings. There were a lot of. There was in the subway. That was a pretty badass scene actually, because they not the place where they sell sandwiches. This film was probably the best one showing the stealth. If that makes any sort of sense, can you show stealth? They were pretty stealthy. Yes, for the first half. Then Actually, they were just I, like... I really enjoyed that opening bit of the first of the original film where you full on don't see anything except like for the smallest of flashes. Yeah. I know you got something similar with this when you find when you see them on the train, but like up until that point you don't really all right, yeah, I suppose there's that fight. No, there's t- no, there's two moments in there. There's the fight at the um, at the dock that April sees, and she yeah. can't see diddly on her camera because of the poor light quality, which always comes up on my camera when I try and take a picture. <laughs> Jesus. And then the bit of the train the, when she follows them. But I think other than that, there's not. Re- I think they're the only two. Uh, so there's one more moment there's of stealth. One more stealthy moment than, than any else. other turtles film. So they're yeah. already winning. Yeah. All right. Fine. I suppose by that logic, and it is math. So yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I will give you that. I will concede. Um, we've talked about the ninja manual we've talked about Whoopi fucking Goldberg let's rate the voices let's talk about the voices because you haven't actually you haven't done this so let's uh, let's let's start from let's let's go from bottom to top shall we the the ones you didn't enjoy the one I enjoyed the least was Johnny Knoxville Mm. and I tried really hard to enjoy it because I'm you know you know I'm like massive Turtles fan don't want to dislike anything about the film to fucking help it but I just, he was far too Johnny Knoxville. He did nothing to change his voice at all. Oh, so like the current voice on the <laughs> cartoons then, really, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe it's a Leonardo thing. Yeah, Maybe quite you just possibly. do your own voice and that's that. Um, so it, it felt like every now and again I was expecting him to say, and welcome to Jackass, and then do yeah. a mad trick. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't digging that because it sort of drew me out of it a bit, mm. which is a shame because I think the Leo in this movie was actually pretty cool. And you know what I'm like. I don't like to admit when Leo's cool. Leo's pretty cool. <laughs> I didn't mind Johnny Knoxville, but I think my only real issue was at times he sounded considerably older than the others, without yeah. a doubt. Um, but other, I, I didn't mind him. He's not. He's by no stretch is he like the, my least favourite Leonardo voice that I've heard over any incarnation. <gasps> Gasp! Who was? Probably Seth Green, really. I think because oh, yeah. it's just kind of it's Sweet. just kind of lazy, and it just sounds like Seth yeah, Green, but, but a bit that's deeper. Lazy. I know, it's not even but... deeper, it's just Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> no, but it, like Johnny Knoxville actually sounds kind of tough, though, at least. Um, I suppose. He doesn't sound authoritative, and that's what bothered me. Mm. Leo should be able to give me instructions, and I'm like, shit, I better take these orders. Mm. Like, whereas, to me, just because I, I, I associate him far too much with Jackass, I just seemed like get the guy who was doing Raph was a bit more like that, yeah. to be honest. I really like the guy who was doing Raph. Well, anyway, let's hang on. Let's do the so, next, 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 next worst. Next, well, not worst, but next least favorite. Next, next least favorite. I'm sad to admit that it was Donny, Donny's voice. Yes, it was Donatello. <laughs> next worst. Jer- Jeremy Howard. <laughs> um, like the thing is, I can I can totally understand why when making a movie you wouldn't go to the guys who do the cartoon voices because it's a different thing. These mm. turtles look decidedly different. They look 
beefier. They look bigger. They look like they'd have deeper, more realistic, air quotes, voices. They don't look like they would... Like the Michelangelo in this movie, Greg Sipes would not have done a good job because Greg Sipes is Nickelodeon's Mikey, if that makes yeah. sense. He's much younger. He's more playful. He's a bit silly. Mm. Like this Mikey's not... I mean, he's silly and playful and stupid. Yeah, but, but he's, he's not, a bit more sort of... He's teenager, he's but yeah. like, well, he's always Mikey, although he might be a teenager, seems like he's a really young teenager. Yeah, really young. But I will say that I do think Rob Paulson's voice could have fit into this film mm. easily. <laughs> See, I'd say that the guy who's done this, I think he did a really good job. I don't think he was as bad as you, as you, I don't think he's, God, he's stop trying to put me off. I'm trying to lose my train of thought here. Sorry. I don't think he's as good as Rob Paulson. Don't get me wrong, because as I've told you, I think Rob Paulson's probably my favourite Donatello voice. More so than his Raphael voice. I pref- I think he was, I think he's a great Donatello. Now, coming from me, you know how much I love Rob. Yes. And Donatello. Barry Gordon will always be my nah. Donatello, though. He's wonderful. Like, proper. I'm not saying he isn't, but. <laughs> in, in, right, let's take it from the movie tales. Although I really liked the guy who played. Barry on Friends, who yes, was in the CGI it was in the, version. Yeah, the 2007. And I did like him. I quite, I thought he was quite a good I Donatello. Really good, yeah, really um, good. I think Jeremy Howard's definitely an improvement over Corey Feldman, who I think should have played Mikey in the in the original Turtles movies. I think they were aiming for something different with that Donatello. To be mm. honest, they were aiming for a bit more of a comedy relief, almost like a. Well, it should have Mikey. been Mikey. That's the thing. I know they no, paired I think them Mikey all. Was as well. I think I think mm. they were aiming for both of them to be like a comedy. Like, I liked Robbie Rist's voice, but I just think it, like Corey Feldman sounded a bit too sort of surfer dude. If any, they should. Uh, but anyway, the Jeremy Howard sounded techy and sort of nerdy. as nerdy and spot. And I know that sounds ridiculous because he doesn't have to sound like that, but it's kind. Of, he, he sounded right for Donatello. Certainly, the way that they portrayed him in the film with the big oversized glasses and the very sort of like yeah. tech obsessed and. I love the glasses, by the way. Holy shit. Donatello always should have glasses and a gap in his fucking teeth. That'd be perfect. He didn't have a gap, though, did he? No, but he should. Um, I love love the gap in his teeth. He's wonderful. Anyway. um, So I like that about the new Donny, that he's tall and quite gangly. Yeah. He stacks out more than the others do and how Mikey's a little bit smaller than the others. And I like that how they've got a physical characteristic because they've always been roughly about the same height but maybe slightly darker well, shade of green say, or in the, less. Um, in the original, like the 80s cartoons, they were essentially exactly the, same the same turtle with different coloured bandanas. That, yeah. that was sometimes and, and, and wrong. A, initial, <laughs> and a different initial yeah. occasionally on the belt if they could get it the right way around. <laughs> but I thought that the problem for me with Jeremy Howard was he felt a bit whiny. His voice mm. had a, a vaguely nasal uh, quality to it, which I... Mm. I wasn't yeah, but how, Just so we've said, how well did he deliver that line about the Pop-Tarts? Oh, it was so funny. I want to cuddle him. Oh, it's so cute. And I even love that bit where it's like, allow me to be the badass for a change, and just stuff like that. Oh, like, I forgot so, that. That was so, so cool. Yeah, exactly. And like, that see, thing he did with the car. See, he had, I always wondered if this would work. Like, he's had, He had some good moments in that film. He did have some really good moments, but I just, I just personally feel like there was something just not quite there. Mm. Not necessarily bad, but definitely, like, I think the guys who were Raph and Mikey did a better job. That's why I said, when you said worst, I said least favourite, because I, I know that you don't dislike it that much. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't dislike Johnny Knoxville that much. Mm. Like, it just, it took me out a bit, was all. It wasn't, it was, he didn't deliver the lines badly or anything. He wasn't crap. 
It was just two Johnny Knoxville. Well, let's get to the two that you've got ticks on. Yeah, I put, <laughs> I put crosses and ticks because that's how grown up I am. So we guess your we've point across. Talked about Noel Fisher. He does like the the thing about Michelangelo now is that he he is since the cartoon. He Greg is Sykes. and always will be. No, the the original cartoon. He he will always be a surfer dude. Well, yeah. Voice. Like, that's just the thing. Even though it doesn't really make any sense that any of them have got different accents or dialects because um, they live in a sewer together. That's it. Especially, um, I mean, it was always strange. As much as I liked it, like Nolan North doing Raph with, like, a Brooklyn accent mm. and none of the others having a Brooklyn accent, it's like, well, if they were all they grew up in the same area and they're all grown up, like, in one space together so they'd all have different accents. But anyway, I, it was a nice touch. I read but. an article somewhere and I can't remember where it was and I don't know how true it is at all. So it's this is very unreliable information. But I read an article somewhere that suggested that the reason they got different dialects was because they watched, they learnt a lot of their English and stuff from watching TV in the sewer and they liked different shows. And Mikey was very into, like, things like, Hawaii Five O or something, yeah. <laughs> like ridiculous shows like that, mm. like stupid fun shows. Whereas Raph was all like, "Do you remember where that come from?" Or? Not even a little bit. Uh, right. Not even slightly. I mean, I'm sure we could try and Google it, but I can't remember it. But and in it, I don't think it's official. It would make mm. a vague kind of sense, I guess. Where would they get a TV in the sewer, though? Well, that they do have a TV in the sewer all the time, though. Don't they just have I things know, that just, just wash up each sheet and go, oh, I'll just brush the sheet off. And like, look, we'll plug, we'll plug this that's into a power furniture. outlet that we don't have down here. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, I love it. What were we saying before we got distracted? By you enjoyed voices? Noel Fisher. Yes, I thought he was he was really good because he, to me, he sounded how I expected Mikey to sound. I found him enjoyable and, and likable. It suited this version of the turtles because these, mm. as I've said, these turtles are decidedly different looking to any other mm. turtles that have come before. So Very roided up. Like. Yeah, you would expect less cartoonish voices and more sort of mm. deeper, you know, slightly more adulty type voices. And I think I think they delivered with that because um, that, that, that's one of the problems I had with the film from the get go when they put out the you know teasy images and stuff is that the turtles look decidedly adult to me there wasn't a lot of teenage about anything (laughs) which luckily it came across in their attitudes in the films but it wasn't in the film but it wasn't um you couldn't tell from looking at them no no i'll give you that mind you like you said before us but and as i was saying i suppose it you know it's because they're they're sort of more more powerful, beefier, bigger than they've ever actually been portrayed as being, because they must have been about a good six foot something or more mm. from the height that I always look of them. Because I think what Megan Fox is about, what's she about? She got to be five five foot something, like whatever the average height for a woman is. <laughs> and they were towering the above her. Well, they were t- mind you, they were towering above Will Arnett, and he's a big tall bastard as well. That's true. And he's quite t- like he's probably about my height, sort I of like thing. Him a lot. I like Will Arnett. I just didn't enjoy. I just didn't enjoy the character. I don't enjoy these comic relief characters that get put in these Michael Bay productions. They just really, really bug me because most of them aren't funny. Like yeah. Ken y- Ken Jeong's character in Transformers: Dark Side of the Moon wasn't funny. That. It's terrible. Not seen it. It's terrible. I, I couldn't, do you know I the best part? Do you know the best part of that film? The end. No. The end there's credits. a sequence where these little Transformers watch an episode of Star Trek, an old 1966 episode of Star Trek, and it's the one 
uh, called a mock time. I think where Spock loses his shit and beats the crap out of a computer and like loses his marbles with this woman and throws a bowl of soup out and starts <laughs> screaming stuff like, "If I'd have wanted soup, woman, I'd have asked for it," and just start that like, goes. <laughs> fucking insane and it's hilarious and that is the best part of that entire movie so a bit from something else entirely yeah. is the best part of yeah pretty much pretty much I hated <laughs> that film I really hated it didn't enjoy it I came out of there angry <laughs> and that's not something I do very often during a film have and you that ever was a friend out of a film I haven't no because I'm that tight that I will make sure I get my money's worth even if I hate it I won't walk out I've walked out of one plus I didn't pay for this one by the way but I've walked out of one and it was dinner for schmucks Really Yeah and I was really annoyed by it because I love Paul Rudd I love Steve Carell I like Zach Galifianakis Jermaine I love Clement Jermaine was very Clement. funny in it I bloody love like everyone and then the film was just garbage and mean it's like really mean. Mm. So we just, we just walked out of that one. Because that's when we had our Cineworld cards, so we felt kind of like it might have been free anyway. So it didn't really Oh, count. yeah, if you've got... It's one of them unlimited ones, isn't it? Yeah, so. so you pay like 16 quid for the month. So we're like, we've seen about eight films this month already. Fuck it, let's just go. So yeah, you've, way much, you've had your money's worth times 10 then. If you're eight, eight cards, that's £16 a put. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but anyway, tip-top voice, Alan Richardson. Girl I really Raph. liked him. The Loved dude him. who played Aquaman in Smallville. That's I didn't about know the that. only thing. Yeah, well, he was he wasn't in it all that much. But then Smallville wasn't all that great either. So you know, either way. But like you see him in, in like I was having a look at the pictures of the guy, and he's a fucking beefcake. He's like, Ugh. but you can hear it come through in his voice yeah. as well. Like his wrath was. I thought his wrath was really good actually. Probably one of the. The, the more fun, not fun as such, but like, like the whole Batman voice thing was cute. Like, yeah. I enjoyed that where he's like, give me the camera. <laughs> and like, even afterwards, he's like, well, do, was, was it? I only seen the Dark Knight Woods or something <laughs> like that. I was like, that's really cute. That was a funny bit. And, um, like that end bit where they're falling down and he gives that really long Aww. speech that was really quite cute and emotional, like, like nice and emotional and stuff. Like, I really enjoyed that. I really, I thought he was a really good Raphael. Yeah, he really was. But he was hard enough as well. Like you could hear, he's yeah. like, you know, like the whole. Oh yeah, he'll fuck you up. Mm. <laughs> he will fuck you up. I could have done without the toothpick in the mouth. I didn't understand that. Um, yeah, I'm surprised but, didn't swallow it. Yeah, I can't really complain though because glasses in a fight don't usually go down that well, and no. I fucking love the glasses, so I shouldn't really whinge about a toothpick. Mm. Um, a toothpick. What? Toothpick. There's the toothpick. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> what's, what's happening? Oh, we've been through this one before with the tooth fairy. Yeah, the tooth fairy. Anyway, <laughs> what did you think then? So you were? No, I I did enjoy it. It was very daft and comic booky and silly, and they've built hopefully something that they. I mean, they've, they've got to have made plenty of money. Oh yeah, the sequel's out. already. In oh, the works, that's, yeah, so. and I know I've heard like whisperings that they're going to put Bebop and Rocksteady and stuff in <laughs> it. You've seen the like artist that. designs of them? No, I haven't. You look can show me them in a bit. Yeah, we'll have a look. But that, I mean, that's good. They've, man- they've, okay. I think this is the opening then. Hopefully they've, they're listening to what people want and, you know, what they need to change. And like, this is it now. That's done. So any of the things that were like gripes would just forget about them, move on forward and, you know, have the technodrome and drive through oh the middle God. of New York City. I want to see a technodrome on screen so fucking badly. I wanted William Fitchner just to be the fucking shredder. I like William Fitchner. Do you know, Fitchner. I would have accepted that. Like, I... I like William Fitchner. He's a good actor. I don't know whether I've said this on this show or whether it's been on the parlour before, but I'm not one who's particularly finicky about origins of movies, like sticking to the original yes, you have source said that stuff. Before. As, as long as the essence of the thing is there. Mm. So, like, for me, this film, the only way it could really have offended me is if, like, 
Donatello was a moron and Raph was the leader mm. and Mikey was oh, a like, fucking uh, Poindexter. Turtles oh, in like, Crime thought that he was. It just like as if it was just like opposite land and everything was just wrong about all the turtles. That that would have offended me because I'd have been like, you haven't even got the essence of this fucking thing or any of the characters. Like, what are you doing? Did I just say turtles in crime or partners you, in you crime? You said turtles in crime and I partners tried to, in crime. Sorry, tried to gloss over it. No, I, no, because my <laughs> anal retentive nature wouldn't have let me. So don't worry. I, I had to make sure I was. I'd corrected myself. Uh, but that still bugs me to this day. Oh, it bugs like, me you know, too. How, how do you write a song that's essentially the plot of a movie and get them one of the major things wrong? Do you know what though? It was before I come out to you. Like I was watching Dragnet, the one, uh, the film with Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks, and like, I really like Dragnet. But because it's from the eighties, when it opens, it's got one of those eighties songs where it's like a, to a beat, but they've kind of remixed. Uh, bits like quotes from the film Oof. and i hate songs like that but they're hilarious and then always and it was always called like it'd be like the dragnet rap and it's like it's not a rap it's just quotes from the film that have been like remixed to be repeated with like a little record scratch every now and again or like um the adams family rap that mc hammer did for the adams family film and things like that i, I kind of miss stuff like that and i oh, and i've MC said it before hammer. over and over again i miss when at the end of a credits sequence of a film, they'd have like the name of the actor, but like a little bit like an outtake or something where they're like, like, <laughs> you know, something's gone yeah. wrong and they're kind of like, mm, like you know, they're halfway through doing a take and they, they mug it because they've made a mess of it. I, I miss love that. Bloopers. Mm. I just want bloopers everywhere. Yeah, I enjoy that. Like, Maybe not in like something like 12 Years a Slave, but, oh, yeah, right, or Schindler's yeah. List or whatever, but. <laughs> Like Liam Neeson, like, oh, what was my fucking line again? Like, what did I say this time? I really love the um, the bloopers in the Pixar movies because they have to literally yeah. write those. Yeah. That's really funny. But anyway, back to Turtles. Yeah. So the not post credits, sort of mid credits scene. Did you watch that part? It's a very no. It's a very nothing, nothing situation in which. My, I think it's Mikey and Raph. Oh, where oh yes, I where did. Where they're climbing around the rooftops. And yeah, then they, and they think, like, pretend they're on the. They the, think they pretend they're on a bra. They're yeah. uh, on a big billboard, and they, they yeah. just shrink into their shells and attach themselves to a Victoria's Secret bra. Uh, yeah, that was really daft. I kind of liked it. it was really <laughs> like that stupid. really made me titter. Like really. I was hard. hoping there'd be more of them. <laughs> yeah. But there was only I was that if, one. If they were like peppered throughout the credits, I'd have been yeah. so fucking happy. I stayed for a little while. I made the boys sit there. I was like, "We need the toilet." Like, no, no, you don't. You'll wait yeah, a minute. What if or something two. happens? We'll find out. Don't worry. There's somebody here who'll clean it up if you can't wet yourself. <laughs> don't worry. I can't remember. There wasn't anything after that, was there? I don't think so. After a little while, I kind of gave up because I was thinking like, yeah. they're not going to have. It's not a Marvel film, for God's sakes. We can we can go. You know. Yeah, because do we get confirmation that the Shredder's dead in this? I can't remember. I know he falls off a massive fucking building and goes on the ground. Didn't stop the last Shredder when he got crushed in a garbage <laughs> I was truck. Say, do you know, that's something we forgot entirely to mention in episode one. Even that when Casey, Casey Jones, Jones is flat a straight murders murderer. his ass, yeah. <laughs> like, and he's so casual about it as well, just like, oops, as he switches on he's, the air. He's murdered in the comics, though, to be fair. Like, he used to be super, super violent. And then there's that, that whole body count thing where it's pitched, where, it, where is it? The front cover's like him and Raph firing off Uzis. <laughs> I know it's by Simon Bisley, but still, like. Anyway, um. Turtles? Turtles, yeah. T- in it, yeah. They're good there. In it, eh? Good, didn't they? And do you know what else I was surprised by? How much I really liked the terrible song at the end. Yeah, all right, it was catchy. Like Wiz yeah, Khalifa no. or whoever it is. I don't even it know. Was, it was catchy. I didn't enjoy it's it as right. much as um, probably the Gym Class Heroes mm. one. Or, you know, T-U-R-T-L-E Power, because that'll always be stuck in my head. Oh, God, yeah. Why did Ninja Rap never grab me, though? That's what I want to know. Done by... Vanilla Ice. Because it was shit. 
That's why I didn't uh, like, like, I'll grant you, like, t Partners in Crime ain't a great song, the uh, Turtle Power, but it's fun and yeah. it's easy to remember and sing. Whereas, like, Vanilla Ice, there's only really one song that anybody gives a shit about that he did, and most of that's um, a Queen song, so. <laughs> that is true. Can't argue with the facts. Uh, yeah, I did quite like saying. this song, though, but it's. Um, is that what we're going to open up with? And probably close. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Because we're blatantly going to have to do an episode on the 2007 one, in which case I'll use Jim Class Heroes for that. I, nice. won't, I won't blow my cache of music to no, 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 no. <laughs> well, I told you, I've still got some of my laptop. Sorry, I'm, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm yawning because I'm, is it because it's half nine and we've been talking for an hour and a half? Uh, no, that? I think it's because I slept until about eleven o'clock this morning <laughs> because Bastards. I didn't have to. I was up at six. If 15. it makes you feel any better, I'm doing an afternoon shift, an evening shift tomorrow. I'm going to be quite late getting back so that doesn't make me feel better it just makes me feel a bit bad for me yeah I wouldn't. well don't and for worry. dragging you over to the house no because i get to lie in tomorrow morning so it doesn't matter That's so true. don't worry it's not like and i'm up at, yeah but it's not like i'm up at four in the morning and then at work till about 12 o'clock so it's not the end of the world true that player hey so it's been an hour and a half i reckon this is about the time we should probably show yeah, but there's still a fair bit that we're going to chop out anyway isn't that so like <laughs> i don't know I might just cut out the slanderous bits and me making a drink and that'll probably be a bit Yeah, but when they're like two different instances. Although I do quite enjoy the uh, pour it out, Richie, pour it out. <laughs> like. That was pretty funny. Let's not end the episode with us talking about in-jokes from earlier in the episode. <laughs> On a final note, the reason that we have come here, turtles, yeah? Yeah. Isn't it good, eh? Isn't it, though? Isn't it good, I was eh? going to ask you, I was going to save it to him, and I was going to ask you out of how many how many cans of canisters of mutagen out of five you'd give this film, but you've already answered that question. Yeah, I'm going to go with three and a half. I'm, I'm going to go with a solid three and a half. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going four and a half, because there's very little about this film that I would change. Like, aside from the evildoer's plot, because it makes no fucking sense, everything else I was pretty happy with, and I'd swap out Donnie's voice for someone else's. But everything else, I was. <laughs> you expecting me to do another one now? And I'd change this. Oh, and I'd cut out the fucking pizza. Um, and you'd have rid of Whoopi Goldberg. See, she wasn't in it enough to offend me that much that I'd want her chopped out. But mm. if if it was Magic Land where I could change everything and have it exactly how I wanted, yeah, I'd get rid of it. Why would you have had? Anyone else? Oh, me? Enough. Fucking. I want to be in a Turtles movie. I could really. I could look annoyed at people in a newsroom. Do you know what I'd change about this? You know, rumour. Uh, rumour? I don't know where that come from. April's unnamed roommate. That's what yes. I was trying to say. Yes. Roommate. Who I believe is called Taylor, if I'm right, because that's what IMDB said, I'm sure. I'm always, why do I retain all this information? It's completely pointless. <laughs> I'm sure it said her name was Taylor. That should have been Irma. Oh, God, yes. Not necessarily like, you know, glasses and like, it's like the mess Irma from the <laughs> turtle, but like, she should have been called Irma. She should have been called Irma, yeah. That, that's all. That's all. It would have been a nice, cute little reference. Like, Irma, this is what's happened, you know, and like, brilliant. Yeah. I, I, I would have minded that, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it happened. Like well. It happened, unfortunately, but. If know, anybody there's... who's making the sequel is listening, there are two people here who'd be really good in a film, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've definitely. I don't, got I could, I'll jobs. be Irma. <laughs> I'll make a nice Irma, I've got the legs for it, innit, yeah? <laughs> you are pretty tall. I am pretty tall, have I? But Irma was really small. She used to wear really long skirts for some reason and a really frumpy jumper. I could pull it's that. No wonder I she was sad off. and alone. You know what? If, if Paul has, if Paul and and this isn't like me trying to slight Paul, but if Paul hasn't like sorted that Casey Jones mask out for your birthday, I'm going to come as Irma. I've got to say though, I'm going to come as Irma. I'm going to come with the glasses and I'm going to wear the jumper and the and the skirt. I I need help with the turtles theme actually for my birthday because I was looking the other day at female characters in the Turtleverse. 
A, there aren't that many. Nope. B, the majority of them are either totally normal looking human beings with regular clothes or weird mutants. Which yes. I'm going to be drunk and I'm going to be dancing, so I don't want to be wearing a lot of like having to make a lot of armor or prosthetic hmm. face stuff because I will sweat to death. So I've got no fucking clue because I've already been the shredder. I ruined it for myself last year. I don't know what to do now. So I'm you contemplating just buy a big that. green dress. <laughs> just say, just big green dress and like a big purple bow. It'll be like, everyone else, you come as turtles and entertain me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be that Fair enough. spoiled twat. Well, it's your, it's your party. You can cry if you want to, can't you, I suppose? Yeah. Cry if you I want will, to, I cry if you want to. I will be sad, though, because I do love a, a good spot of fancy dress. Well, I've told you, but you can come as Karai. You just need a black bodysuit and get that boss, like, silver mask that's, like, silver on one side and then red on the other. It looks tits. You know, go as April O'Neil. Red jump, yellow jumpsuit and that. I can't find a good yellow jumpsuit, though. Get one that's not and dye it yellow. I don't know. Got enough time. God damn, September's miles away. So I'm already booking the venue. Really? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Not a joke. But oh, yeah, oh this is vaguely related news, so I won't quickly say. Um, for my birthday, uh, the venue that I'm booking have agreed to make a turtle-based signature cocktail for the event. Oh. In it though. Fancy. So I love it. I've told them it has to be green. That's my only caveat. <laughs> that and well, don't put yeah. don't put cola in it because I'll get explosive diarrhea. You got to cut that bit out, right? Nope. Fair enough. <laughs> well, it's, you know. It's... I am very allergic to cola. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I am not. Because um, if it did that to me, I'd probably just cut my own head off because I love cola so much. See, I, I don't miss it, actually. But anyway. I do. I couldn't be a diabetic either. I'd just fucking cut my head off. If somebody off. told I'd me I was lactose intolerant, I think I'd kill myself. Mm, I'd do that too. I if I couldn't eat, eat meat, if I ever got anymore, gout, I'd, I'd swallow a hand grenade or something like that. Or like, you know. Because that's the easiest option of <laughs> Super no, but it's badass. Like you get somebody to kick you in the stomach Shot and then to the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that wouldn't actually kill me. Like as hilarious as that joke is, it wouldn't do me in. I'd just be like really, really pissed off, and I'd probably go out, grow a pair of tits because I wouldn't have anything to like regulate the estrogen, estrogen in my body, and I'd we be like Bob from so Fight Club. Far off um, so yeah, far. but I don't like Bob with bitch tits from Fight Club. He's got bitch tits. They're massive. Cool. Basically. Anyway, but it happens. Anyway, uh, yeah, so <laughs> three and a half canisters out of mutagen, uh, four and a half canisters of mutagen out of five for the new Turtles film. Um, don't know if it's the most comprehensive review we've ever done. Comes out on Blu ray in February, though. Do you know so what? Get it. Strangely, I think we managed a better job of reviewing three different things in the last episode <laughs> in the same amount of time than we did just like two things this episode. <laughs> However,. It's all in the name it's of... It's all in good fun. I've enjoyed myself. Hopefully the uh, the nine people has gone down because one of them, one of the ten died from boredom whilst we were waffling <laughs> on. Um, hopefully the nine people that listen to this will find it funny. Kieran probably will be... It'll probably be eight now after I've been mocking Kieran throughout this. Bless him. So that's gone down by another one. But uh, yeah, we've had fun. Uh, yeah. So on that note... On that note, if you want to get in touch with us... At Deadpool360 on Twitter. I'm StaceBobT. It is 360. Yeah. I'm StaceBobT on the Twitter. T on the Instagrams. And you can drop us an email at StacysParlor at gmail.com. Followed by Eric Burnham and Rob Paulson, this one. Yeah. Shut up. Me followed by Shut nobody. Up. And Matthias Santaloco. But I don't know how you say his name. I need to ask him. <sighs> 
happy to ask him because it's my Well, husband. we're going to get to ask him in person at some point. But Well, not in person, person. Well, not in person. Well, all right. We get to ask him, like, and he will actually be able to answer us in real time, which is rather boss. Uh, very boss. Look out for that in the not too distant future, peeps. Hopefully not too distant. Certainly not as distant as the time in between the first and second episode anyway, so that'll be good news at least. <laughs> I fixed Skype now, I think. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Skype. Yeah, it wasn't even Skype that was the problem. It was everything else. No, it was, was no, it was Skype mm. that was the problem. The uh, the latest update of Skype no, I mean, by removed s- the thing that tells the program that you record with Brilliant. when a call starts and finishes. So it didn't realise we were talking whilst I was recording. Fantastic. <laughs> Good one, Although Scott. I didn't mean that. I meant how long it took us to actually get it done because initially it took long enough for us to get down to record it. This but, is true. But also, if you'd like to get in touch with uh, with us and you don't have Twitter, which is crazy because in this day and age, who doesn't have Twitter and fully understand it? This guy, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but if you'd like to send an email, it's, um, uh, uh, um, you know it, Stacey. It's stacysparlour at gmail.com. That's Stacey with an E and Parlour with a uh, Y. You, yeah, with you. A with an, yeah, with definitely a no Ys in Parlour. Parlory. <laughs> um, parlay. Parlay. Parsley. Stacey's Parsley at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. <laughs> So yeah, Stacey's parlor. That's Stacey with an E and parlor with a U for all of our transatlantic cousins over there. <laughs> also, if you want to get any uh, sweet swag, swag, come buy some swag. Buy swag, Have get some, some swag. swag. Lots of swag. Saucy swag. Buy my face shirt. <laughs> buy the Stace face shirt. Also at www.spcp. Is that right? Stacey's popcorn. Yeah, spcp.spreadshirt.co.uk. This is why nobody's buying on your shit because you <laughs> don't, don't even even you guys. don't know the address. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> With that. On that note. Ta-ra. Latest taters. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. And that could come in between me and my brothers. We all around if it's going down. It's just us. All for one. Yeah, you hearing right. Our business done. We disappear into the night. Came up together so we all down for the fight. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Family ain't nothing strong as that. And I'll be posting word as strong as that. Brothers by my side. City on my back. Real heroes. That's what the people want. They ain't born. Gotta create them. Saying we gone soon as we save them. That's part of the plan by my side i'ma keep my brothers live or die man we need each other oh uh.
told her smile for me. Pass her off, I'm a real team player. Bandana on my face like a gangster. Knock, knock, you about to get shell shot. 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 Knock, knock, 